Marhaba, and welcome to the Matrix Green Pill, where real people connect. Hello and welcome back to the Matrix Green Pill podcast. I'm Hilmarie Hutchison, and today I am so happy to have Zamantha Rigala as my guest on the show. Zamantha is a Filipino expat in Dubai, mother of four boys, and the general manager of JJJ Group. She's all about sustainability, whether it's lighting, design, construction solutions, and disposable diapers. I am so looking forward to this conversation. Zamantha, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much for having me. It's my first time to guest in a podcast. I'm so excited. Fantastic. Let's start off by you telling us a little bit about yourself, your background, and how you ended up here in the UAE. Sure thing. Oh, long way to go. We came here in 2005. It's been over 17 years. Back then, I was, you can say, a fresh graduate. I'm an electronics and communication engineer, a licensed one. And my first work was in Japan. I was designing broadcasting systems. And then I went back to the Philippines, was working with an antivirus company as an NOC engineer. And then I met um, my then boyfriend, which is now my husband, father of four boys. And he was working here already in Dubai. So at that time, he told me, long-distance relationship doesn't work. What do we do? Long, start short. Amazing. And you've been here ever since. What an interesting background. Wow. Also a very smart lady by the sounds of things. I love it. You were involved in the lighting and construction industry for over 10 years. Then you made a big change. Can you tell us about that? Yes, it was amazing. In the 10 years that I spent in the lighting industry with the two French manufacturers of LED lights, I honed my sales skills, my business development. It was a male-dominated area. I was lucky enough, UAE is a country that's giving equal chance to everybody, the stability of the region. So I love it. I absorb everything I can. I reach a point where we'll have to think of something. So in 2015, I opened up my restaurant, 360 degrees um, change because I left the construction industry and concentrated there. But then after a year of being a restaurateur, if that's what we call it, I found and felt that, you know, this is not for me. It's not working out. I'm not happy. So I sold that restaurant and then I went back uh, to the construction industry. But that time, I wanted to make a difference. So I said, okay, let's concentrate on something that is needed. Not only lights or not only uh, flooring. Let's do sustainable products. That's, I started distributing sustainable products from various brands. It's been now, what, six, seven years? Yes. Excellent. And then let's get into disposable diapers. How did we make the leap from construction industry and flooring to disposable diapers? I gave birth to my youngest son in 2020 during the pandemic time. And that time I was already supplying sustainable solutions to home and business, various areas in UAE. And then we got lockdown, obviously. So I was like getting crazy at home and I was thinking, I'm not going to use those disposable diapers again. It's a waste of money. So I said, I have to find something. I'm sure there's some reusable sort of stuff. So I started researching and <laughs> my youngest baby is my guinea pig. So I started ordering from various factories and all over the world. I was trying to find that product that would work best for us. And thank God I found it. So that's the start of it. I started um, reaching out to all the moms that I know of. Would you like to try 
rate and I'm sending it uh, left, right. Now, uh, thankfully, the market somehow, a good number of moms knows about it and is using already like religiously. But we still need to educate a lot of new moms, especially because all they see in the big uh, supermarkets are the disposable ones where you already have an alternative option. You just need to know where to find it because there's so many different types as well. Some are very expensive, some are reasonable cost. Well, that's amazing. Now, you mentioned earlier on that one of the factors for you was cost, but another factor for you was also the sustainability aspect. Can you tell us what is the impact on the environment of using disposable diapers? One baby actually uses about 7,000 to 8,000 disposable diapers in his life. And this, of course, ends up in the landfill if we're lucky. In the UAE, we're lucky, so it ends up in the landfill. However, as you know, these are made of plastics, resins, and all. So this, going to back to the environment, isn't really good. It's not actually going to disappear for the next 100,000 years. Depends on the brand, on the material. So we need to find um, a solution or like stray away or minimize the usage of that. Right. And so your solution was to check out all over the world different suppliers of fabrics. So tell us a little bit about that journey, setting up your business. Was it easy to find suppliers to create these quality reusable diapers? Yes, actually, quite easy because they're all out there. It's just the research part or that um, phase where you test which one works, which one irritates skin of babies, which one is good, which one lasts long. That's going to be the tricky part. But then the costing, the setting up the business. In the UAE, it's quite straightforward and the internet is there anyway. So we're quite lucky on that aspect. But yeah, fairly easy, I would say. Okay, very good. So the one thread that runs through both of your, or yeah, at least the, the construction solutions and the lightning business that you had and this business with the diapers is that you are focused on sustainability. So what are your thoughts on the current situation or the current trends with sustainability? And what do you hope that your businesses will achieve in terms of sustainability in the environment? Oh, day by day, I see new products that is aimed to help the planet. I am impressed by the new things that I see. I'm actually looking forward to more. For example, I saw a clear solar panel nowadays that is available in the market, which can be used in replacement of the windows that we have in the villas, maybe in the building. Imagine having those solar panels in glass in your windows and doesn't have to be on your roof. Of course, the efficiency is different. It's impressive. And I think it's going to take a little more time, maybe a decade. I hope not a century. I think um, we're in a good way. People are now more aware. Everybody still, of course, is affected of the cost when they're going to use sustainable products. It's still a little more higher, but we're going to get there one day, I hope. It's anyway the demand and the supply. So the more people that want sustainable products, then of course the pricing will go down one way or the other. That's positive to hear. That's good to hear that there are advances being made all the time in products being more sustainable. Clearly, you are a serial entrepreneur having started so many different businesses. What would you say have been some of the challenges you faced being an entrepreneur? Definitely financing. I think not only in this part of the world, but anywhere. If you're an entrepreneur, you're new, you're young, you're small, you don't have billions of revenue, nobody offers you anything. The bank doesn't see you as a feasible candidate. So I'm just lucky. I'm just really lucky. I have a very supportive husband who gives me everything I need when I need it. So without him, I wouldn't be able to do this, you know? Basically, what we need is a support system. And in your case, the support system is your husband. And that makes all the difference. That's lovely. Also, you're a mom. How does being a mom of four boys? You're a mom of four boys, right? Yes. 
So how does being a mom of four boys make it more difficult being an entrepreneur? Or how does it impact being an entrepreneur? It's crazy in a nutshell. I'm like in a circus. I love it. I love it that I can manage my time perfectly. Whenever my boys need me, I'm there. Someone's sick, I'm there. Oh, anyway, even when I was working, I was there for them. I'm just lucky in that aspect as well because I have my mother here. So since the very first boy that I had, she stayed with us. And until now, she's with us. So whenever I go for meetings, I go out for conference. You are very fortunate, especially being an expat in Dubai. So many families don't have their support network of the extended family around them. That's the one thing we do miss is our extended family when we become expats in a country. So it's for you to have your mom there. You are absolutely privileged and I'm sure you are very appreciative of having her there. What tips would you share with our audience for setting up a new business in the UAE? And what are some of the mistakes to avoid? To jump on something which is not really your passion, which happened to me when I opened that restaurant because I was thinking, you know, I love to eat outside. And yeah, I can do this. But actually, I had no background whatsoever of F&D or HRM. So yeah, that was a costly mistake for me and my husband. But yeah, in the future, maybe why not checking that option again? And <laughs> did you have any tips? We know what to avoid. The mistake to avoid is to not go after something you're not passionate about. So you need to know your why. You need to be passionate about the thing you're going on after to be successful. What other tips do you have for our listeners? Well, if you have something on your mind and you've been working on that for some time now, you've done your feasibility study, you've got some saved money or funds for that, there will be no perfect time. So do it now. Oh, I love that. So don't wait, get right into it. If you've got something to share, share it. Excellent advice. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And we've loved hearing your story, and it's been a really fascinating journey for you so far. Now we've come to the segment of our show where I will ask you some rapid fire questions, our version of a game show. Are you ready? Uh, Yes. Your favorite cake flavor? Original cheesecake. Oh, nice. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would that be? Canada. Oh, lovely. Shall I ask why? This is because of the snow. (laughs) Okay, lovely. When are you most productive? In the morning, around five o'clock. Oh, excellent. Describe yourself in five words. I'm brave, I'm brave, I'm brave, I'm brave. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. What is one thing you do every day, no matter how busy you are? Oh, I kiss my boys every day. All of them, all four of them and my husband too. At the end of the day, I will be kissing everybody. Lovely. Thank you for playing along. That was the game show. That was easy enough. Before we wrap up, let's do our green pool moment. What was your green pool moment, the action or event, that was the turning point for your career? There was a French manager of mine whom I worked with in the two companies when I was into sales of the LED lights that was always being treated unfairly by the head office. I saw how that person persevered, but at the end, he was still let go. Even after all his hard work in putting and developing the company, that was my green pill moment. I realized nobody else would care enough about the employees but um, yourself. So I said, I'm not going to be an employee forever. That is not going to happen to me. I will give everything I have. And then just to be let go would have hurt so much. I saw how he was, how it affected him. So I did it on my own. Wow, what an eye-opening experience though. And I can see why that would be a turning point for you to say, this is not going to happen to me. I'll make a plan for myself. That's beautiful. I saw him. I saw how hardworking he was. 
how dedicated the only issue was he wasn't the owner. He was just like the general manager hired by the company. So even after everything he gave for the company, tears, sweat, blood, years of development, they were not happy. They will never be happy. Even if the numbers are positive, they found a way to just get rid of him, change with someone that they want, someone new, someone young, flavor of the month or the year. So I said, no way. That's not fair. I absolutely abhor all kinds of discrimination. I don't want that. So I did it on my own. Very good. Lovely. Thank you so much for sharing your story and for sharing that Greenpool moment of yours. It's certainly inspiring and I'm sure it will inspire many of our listeners. If they're out there thinking, you know what, I need to make my own path. This might be the advice or the story that helps them to take that leap of faith. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been absolutely lovely talking to you. But before we say goodbye, could you please tell our listeners where they can find and follow you? And of course, we'll also put this in the show notes. Oh, thank you very much. I'm in LinkedIn. You can type Samantha Regala or my company, JJJ Group. You'll find me there. We have Instagram pages, jjjgroup.ae. For the cloth diaper, it's cloth diaper UAE. So both are in Facebook, in Instagram as well. And I will be sharing this podcast link as well in all my pages. I hope you don't mind. Absolutely. Please share away. We love to hear that. Thank you very much. And again, thank you so much for joining me today. I wish you all the very best. And for sure, I will also be following your journey as you go along. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Love it. Enjoyed it. I hope I can do it again sometime soon. If you enjoy our conversations, please like and subscribe. See you next Wednesday.